You do not have to suffer silently or alone. 1212 Ministries has resources available to your church so that you can get plugged in and find community. No matter what stage of this journey you're in, we want to equip the church to come alongside of you and support you as you navigate this season. Please reach out to 1212 Ministries to learn more about how your church can get connected. Yoshika, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you, girl. I'm so excited. I know I say this all the time, but you guys, Yoshika, she is the real deal. She's so wise. She is so kind, so talented. Like I could list so many things about Yoshika, but she's amazing. And if she's not in your life, you need to get someone like her. Oh, <laughs> because thank you. She's so great. So sweet. But Yoshika, for real, thank you so much for taking time out uh, just to be on the show. You guys, let me give you a quick little backstory. So out, we have a mutual friend, Stephanie. Shout out to Stephanie. Hey. Um, I know. Stephanie's been on the podcast, and she would always say, hey, you need to meet my friend Yoshika. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Like, great. I'd love to meet her. And she's like, no, you need to meet my friend Yoshika. <laughs> you have to meet her. She was like, she's a blessing. And she's so talented. She was like, you guys would be friends, but also you guys would do so many great creative things together. And I'm like, okay, Stephanie, yeah, that's great. And then we finally did meet. And I was like, oh my gosh, why did that take me so long? <laughs> Her, because she's so amazing. And Aww. so all of those things, yes. So I'm, I'm just grateful for you. Thank you. I'm honored to be doing this. I'm so glad Stephanie had the great <laughs> idea for us to meet each other. I feel the same way about you. You're amazing. So it's such a gift. Thank you. Okay, Yoshika, let's just start off. Like, how about you tell everybody a little bit about you? Yeah, so I am originally from South Florida. I have been in Texas for four years. My name is Japanese and I love it as an adult, but as a kid, it was a torture <laughs> to have this weird name, right? And it was long and the whole thing. But yeah, people, my my closest friends call me Yo. Um, I am one of three sisters. So I'm the middle, complete middle sibling, like textbook. <laughs> um, I love a great show, amazing music, um, love amazing food, and just like doing the things you like to do when you're with people. I'm a people person, but not all the time. So <laughs> AKA I'm an ambivert. And that's kind of like me in a nutshell. That, that's great. But can, I do, you have to just talk about kind of that creative side of you because yeah. you do so many things and I people just I, they have to know all Aww. of the great things that you okay. do okay yeah so me on the work side and the creative side I started off teaching and I'm come from a family of teachers teachers are naturally creative if, if you know <laughs> or have any teachers in your family and of course just for having that in your background you probably am like oh yeah of course we're, we're creative but <laughs> um yeah that's where I started and then I went into some educational business and got to be able to use my creative juices there and just creating new ideas and programs for kids and consulting in that in that field then I went into some nonprofit work and that's where I really started to notice there's a gift here for writing. And I had done a little bit all along, but it was just sprinkled into my life. And then all of a sudden, two and a half years ago, I decided let's really test this out. So I went into full-time entrepreneurship 
and just started writing for other people or coaching them through their writing projects and editing. So that's what I'm doing right now. I also have amazing things coming up in regards to um, some events online and local that would just gather people together, especially women that want to be creative in the same room and do really great things with their God gives. I, my mouth just dropped to the floor because I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. Where, where can I sign up? Let's talk about that offline. Yes, I'm like, I yes. can't wait. Oh my gosh, we have to talk about it for yes. sure. Okay, good. Thank you for sharing that. So on the podcast, this topic, I just love this topic so much of just being authentically you, just like being who you are. And I definitely grew up in a space like, you know, I'm working on, I'm working on some things, the Lord, he's been good to me, but I'm still working on some things. Yeah, and so, too. you know, I, I am a bit of a people pleaser. I'm a per- perfectionist and, you know, I do have that approval idol. And so I really grew up thinking that I had to act and be a certain way for just to be accepted by, by other people, whether that's friends or at church or in the workplace. And I'd love to just have a real open conversation about that because it's hard sometimes, you know, especially even with comparison, just all the things. And so I would love to just kind of hear your perspective about being authentically you. Yes. So it's been hard for me too. I'm still this work in progress. I'm really proud of myself today. I had um, two people reach out to me and they wanted me to do something with them or for them. And I said no to both. And that's like huge, right? I feel like this is deserves it. Definitely. Thank you for that shout because I'm like, we need applause. This is like major. This is the yes girl because I want to please people and I want to show up and be what they want me to be so many times. And that's not authentically what I should be doing or what I would be if I weren't influenced by that feeling, right? So I'm an Enneagram too. So I'm always wanting to help other people and I do lead in that capacity. So I naturally attract people that are like, hey, help me. One of them was a former client who um, she's in an amazing creative space. So she needed me to help her with some of her website copy. So after we were done with that, she's like, hey, I, I really want to know if we could, you know, do this other thing. Can you can you join in on this? And I'm having to say more no's when it comes to continuing to engage after the project is over, right? Mm-hmm. So unless we are going to book another contract, then I really have to, to meter my yeses, right? So yes. saying, hey, I love that you are thinking of me. That's truth. That's from my heart. And also saying, but it's a no because of my schedule right now, but I can show up and help you in this way. I felt so like I was a real adult today. And I was like, this is great because that's what it's going to take in this next season for me to be able to empty out enough for God to fill me up with more of what I am wired and created for. I have to use my no better and more often in the right way while still saying, I want to support you, but here's how I can. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is huge because I think that it's against, it's speaking to the fact that we, um, 
need to authentically show up with our right answer and who we really are and not be afraid of someone not being happy with that decision. So the other request was like, Hey, I'd love to have coffee with you. And I'm like, me too. I would love to have coffee with you, but I can't right now in this season of my life. So let's try to circle back next month. You know? So again, I think that this is huge because it's, it's allowing me to breathe into my own space of where I need to just pause, take time, rest, and remember that there's um, the right time to show up as me. It's always the right time to show up as me, but it's the right time to show up as me with a no as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad you shared that because being super transparent, I just talked with my therapist about that on Monday. Yeah, right? <laughs> like about, okay, how can I say no? So I am doing exactly what the Lord is asking me to do instead of just yes. like people pleasing to the yes. fullest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's yes, good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to know then what are maybe some practical ways, you know, for everybody listening that they can be authentically themselves. You know, maybe they're just like stuck in this box and thinking like, I've got to be a robot. I have to wear my mask all the time. You know, yeah. what are some ways of like, can we, we can just like drop all of that and be ourselves. Yeah. yeah. My sister said this to me a, a few weeks back and it was really simple, but profound. She said, I need you to get to your drive race board and write down all the things you really want in this particular space. You're dealing with this, this, um, you know, not this, you're not sure about certain things, but you're really not showing up because you're not sure. So it's, you're kind of self-sabotaging. So if you were to be real clear about what you want, where you want to be, the whole thing, then you would find the clarity that would bring to you and you would attract what it is you're seeking, but you have to first figure out what you're seeking. So I just put on the board, you know, these are all the things that make me happy that I would love in this space. So that was like giving myself permission to stop from busy and go, mm-hmm. what really is, what really do I want? But also what are the, those things that tell me what I want? Tell me so much more about who I really am, because if most of us can agree to feel like we've gone through life really fast to this point, trying to do so many different things and what people say you should do, and this is how you should show up on social. And this is what you, there's <laughs> sometimes you have to like take, strip it all down and go wait. What exactly is at my core? What do I really love? What do I really know I need to be doing next? All these other fillers that are stealing my time that are, you know, distractions that are not really who I am. Let's get them off the board and focus on the ones that are just going to do what they need to do for me. So for me, making a list that includes more time for rest, saying no more often um, and really saying like, okay, who is Yoshika when she's not following this pattern. So a lot of the things I'm discovering about myself, I'm giving my time, my, myself time and space to discover things about myself that I may not have realized. Then I talk to one of my closest friends and I'll tell her, okay, so you know what I just noticed that when I, you know, feel like I'm going to be rushed to do something, I like shut down and I don't want to, you know, so these are like things that are key to me discovering who I am so that I can show up in my space and go, you know what? I actually, that time frame and timeline doesn't work for me. So here's what does work, but I can't do that if I'm not taking time to be introspective and to say, mm-hmm. okay, who, who is Yoshika really? What is the outside 
looking in analysis of who I really am, asking the Lord reveal to me these aha moments of, oh, that's why you respond like that because you feel rushed. So Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be this way if you were calmer and you had time. So let's do it differently next time. So these are the things that I do that are helping me right now. And obviously therapy helps. And yes, Yes. that is a part of my current situation. (laughs) Yes. Okay. My other question though for you is, what, what did that process look like for you to kind of let go of other people's opinions and saying like, okay, I don't have to be accepted by this group of people or, or anybody, you know, well, yeah. what did that look like? So uh, it looked like a slimming down of my friend circle mm. and I had to say, okay, I'm going to choose which ones based on who shows up for me that I'm going to keep close, that these are the people I'm going to really invest a lot in and they do the same for me. And because of that, I'm going to allow those people to influence who I am because they're here for the real me. And they're here to say, can we have more of Yushika with head wraps on and not, you know, (laughs) with no makeup, maybe like we're okay. They're the ones that are cheering on the realest version of me. And I've taken note of that and I've said, okay, these people really love me. They're not here to get anything for me, to use me or anything. So I can trust how they speak into me and they have permission to say, wait a minute, don't you remember that you told me that you had an experience with God and he revealed to you that you're supposed to be like a bee that buzzes in and out of rooms and in people's startups and you're supposed to help them and then you're supposed to get out. And you're supposed to move on to the next thing. And you need that. You need that. Obviously, the Lord will remind you, but you need that in the natural too, where someone's calling out, hey, let me get to the Yoshika, the little girl version or the one who evolved last year and you forgot what the Lord said. I had a friend yesterday that said, in 2012, you sent me a word. It was your notes from a sermon. And I did not remember this even happened. And she said, you sent them to me and they were so profound and so fitting for the time. I'm just listening to you for five minutes and I'm going to send those back to you. I'm like, this is like the story of the, you know, the traveling notes, right? (laughs) Like how crazy from 2012, I send words to her that encourage her, that move her and propel her forward in life. And then now she's sending them back to me in a moment when I needed those words. And that's what I'm talking about. Finding those core people that go, I want to whisper to the Yoshika that is not listening maybe to what the voice of the Lord is saying or needs confirmation. So let me be that in the natural. And that circle is very small. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been doing so that has helped me block out all of the other voices that sometimes aren't, they're not, you know, they don't have wrong intentions. It's just, we can't listen to too many voices. Right. <laughs> so our capacity for t- take in, everybody has a different capacity. My, my closest circle is about four deep, but Yeah. That's what's been helpful. That's powerful. Because when you were saying that, I was like, oh my goodness, that's that's it. You mm-hmm. know, to really get those people closest to you who can really be honest and tell you the truth instead of just all of that noise. So yes. that's, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And can we please talk about Isaiah 43, verse 19, just really fast before yeah, we go yes girl <laughs> <laughs> because i i love this verse this is a verse too that you definitely have encouraged me with but i'm just going to read it really quick this is the i think it's the good news bible 
Um, but again, Isaiah 43, verse 19, watch for the new thing I am going to do. It is happening already. You mm. can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Yes. <laughs> I love that scripture. It is like legit my favorite of all time. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, the only thing that I feel when I'm reading that is hope. And like, Mm -hmm. there's, that's where hope and faith is found to like, look and go, it's coming. Do you not perceive it is what most of the, the versions say. And it's like, I need you to perceive it. Like I need you to feel it before it even arrives faith in action. Like you are going to see how out of something that doesn't even look possible, I can actually have space there to do my miracle. So get happy, get excited that I'm going to do something that's going to blow your mind. Basically. That's really what that scripture is saying. Like you should be perceiving that I'm about to move and, and do things that are not typical or natural look for the supernatural. And that's what I'm like, always encouraged by that scripture to go, Oh my gosh, I want to be able to perceive what's coming and anticipate that and get excited about what he's going to do next, because Mm -hmm. he only wants good things for us. And he's always thinking up some amazing idea to blow our minds. Yeah. Such a great, amazing show off. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love that so much. Thank you. I know I'm, I was getting so excited when we were talking about like, yes, Yes. (laughs) thank you. So hopeful. So amazing. Yoshika. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me really quick. Tell everybody how they can find you online or on your socials. Sure. So uh, if you're looking for me on Instagram, it's at Yoshika Green and Yoshika sounds just the way that it's spelled. So it's Y-O-S-H-I-K-A. And then, yeah, I I am also at um, YoshikaGreen.com and I'm pretty much on all of the platforms. If you find me on Facebook and I don't engage, it's just not as frequently of a place to go, but you can always email me at hello at YoshikaGreen.com as well. Love it. I will include those in the show notes for sure. But now it's time for your final two, because this podcast is all about Matthew five sixteen and letting your light shine for the Lord. And I truly believe that God uses our story to change the world. So how did your puzzle pieces lead you to where you are today? Hmm. My puzzle pieces. When I look back at being like this child who struggled in school, didn't feel like I was you know, I had much to offer and I just saw how the Lord said, no, actually these are going to (laughs) be all your launching pads. And to see now how it's come full circle where he's like, I'm going to use your gifts in such a way that, um, you will, you will laugh at the history of how you got here because these puzzle pieces are opposite of, of the gifts you flow in right now. So I think that the, one of the messages that is, is for everyone to take away is, know that he will flip a story all around (laughs) in your favor and anything the enemy is trying to crush from the the point of the beginning is a great indicator that that's going to be the thing the lord uses so um when i look back at the puzzle pieces of struggling here and feeling inferior there and all that it's all the things that now are like not the opposite in my life so i feel like that's the way the lord's brought those pieces together for me love that and I think you do such an amazing job at just shining bright and not hiding your light for the kingdom. Have you always been that way? And what can you share with us to encourage and help us? 
Yeah. So as a kid, I was having little Bible studies in my treehouse in the back with my, my dolls and my, my friends and sisters. And I would be like, okay, this is what we're going to learn today. So I feel like I've always been the person who's like, let's start a Bible club. Let's do, let me choreograph a dance for, for, you know, for church or for our little father's day program that we used to do with my friends. So it was always surrounded, you know, around, doing things with people in community for the Lord. And I think that that's the root of it is that it's always been there. And so typically when we're growing into our gifts and and whatever the Lord's going to use us to do creatively and in every capacity, there's always been a root there before we even realized it. So I feel like that's how you grow your light and continue to let it shine by just saying, okay, How do I use what I've always done and keep amplifying that? So great. Yoshika, thank you. You're amazing. Thank you. (laughs) You too, girl. 